Welcome to the Holistically Healthy Podcast, where I, Sedona Treganing, nutritional therapy practitioner and NASM certified trainer, bust health myths and teach you how to become the healthiest, most confident version of you. Hello, and welcome back to the Holistically Healthy Podcast. So I'm here with Shannon again, um, one of our Whole Nothing Back coaches, and we're going to be talking a little bit about this body image and mental health regarding digestive health because a lot of times we think, okay, if my gut is awfully like, yeah, I'm going to have gas, bloating, constipation, but what actually happens on an emotional level? Because I think we've both experienced some challenges regarding our mental health through our healing journeys. So with that being said, I think first you have a really cool perspective of how things were shifted for you when you were struggling. So do you want to just get into that? Yeah, definitely. So I was dealing with, as we said on the last podcast I was on, I dealt with bloating for a really long time. And when you're dealing with something like bloating and you're somebody who is in the gym four or five times a week, you're drinking enough water, you're eating seemingly healthy, you're doing all the right things, but you're still dealing with symptoms like bloating, digestive discomfort, things like that, where it almost feels like you don't look the part, like you're not physically where you want to be, physically where you feel like you should be because of all the work you're putting in. It's really hard on your body image, your you know perspective on yourself. So what that led to was me feeling not as confident in myself as I could be, not wearing certain clothes or wearing baggier clothes maybe when the bloating was really bad and just not being able to look as pretty or as cute or, or whatever the case was as I wanted to when going out. And that just kind of led me to being a little bit miserable, um, for one, because of the, the poor body image, but also because when I'm feeling so terrible on the inside, it's really just gonna, you know, I'm gonna put out what I'm feeling. So I'm gonna kind of put out that that misery and that irritability and that unhappiness, that dislike with where I'm at and what I'm looking like. And the lack of confidence really, it really affects not only yourself, but everyone around you. So it's gonna lead to things like, arguments with your significant other because you maybe are again not feeling as confident maybe you feel like oh well that person looks way better than me or whatever the case is so those things can really spiral and I remember you know even on the days where I would feel like I was really looking okay and I was happy with what I looked like I would take pictures with my friends or take pictures with Parker whatever the case was and I would just stare at it and I was like that's really what I look like And it really was so damaging to my self-image because I was like, again, I, you know, I have this fitness page. Like I felt like a fraud. I was like, why do I look like this? Why, why aren't I looking better? Like, why don't I have abs? Why do I am still holding body fat? Things like that. So honestly, it's just a snowball effect when you're dealing with internal issues that you really don't understand or you can't get to the bottom of. Well, I feel like crap and I feel like I look like crap. So I'm going to put out crap and everyone around me is now going to be miserable. And, you know, it just it really it's it's a snowball effect of unhappiness and, you know, self-confidence issues for sure. Yeah, I think it's like really a mind F when you look in the mirror and you're just like super bloated for one like i think a lot of people outside of it being uncomfortable well i mean like what we're talking about is uncomfortable bloating but a lot of people wouldn't even realize that they're bloated a lot of the times if it wasn't for social media because people are like extremely sucking in in their pictures you know including us like we're not going to post a picture with our stomach out we're fitness people we're going to flex our abs flex our muscles but it's really hard yeah when you're just like super bloated all the time 
And it's also just uncomfortable. You don't want to wear certain clothes and you're just super self-conscious about it. So I definitely, I was in a similar position. I mean, also, I think it was really frustrating too where I couldn't work out. I had it really bad. And I've kind of talked about this on the podcast, but I was insanely stressed from just a lot of trauma in the past and whatever. And I also had those digestive issues. So like my body, I remember during COVID when I was working out at home and my body would just swell like crazy, like uncomfortable. Like I couldn't wear those socks that go above your ankles because it would be so puffy and suffocating. And every time I trained, my heart rate would go through the roof. I'd have hives. It was horrible. So not only was I bloated, but I also literally could not do the thing that I've been loving doing and that my business was built upon. So it's just really hard when you just feel like you're held back from doing the things that you love because your health isn't there. Yeah. Yeah. And with the training too, I I don't think I experienced it to the level that you did, but I remember this one specific time when it was shortly after I stopped birth control. So that's really when all of my gut issues came to fruition. And I really realized what I was dealing with after post birth control because I also was, you know, not I wasn't super educated on on coming off the pill and what that should look like. So I kind of just stopped cold turkey. And one of my first days back at the gym, I came home and I just cried. And I actually posted something on my story. And I was like, you can hear it. I'm, I'm holding back the tears because it hurt to lift. Like I couldn't put a barbell on my stomach. I was really weak. And my whole body was just so fatigued that I was like, well, I've been lifting now for years. What is happening? Why can't I even lift half the weight that I was lifting a few months ago? So yeah, that was a huge stressor as well because I was like, again, yeah, I, my fitness page, I have a fitness page. Like this is what I want to do. I want to be a coach. I want to be a personal trainer, things like that. And I can't even, you know, lift weights properly without coming home and crying. So yeah, it was definitely tough. And again, once when you don't have that energy, you don't, your lifts aren't as powerful. It's just kind of, again, a snowball effect of, well, if I can't put the work in in the gym, I'm not going to get the physique that I'm literally crying over not having right now. But little did I know the whole, you know, foundational thing that I needed to really work on was my gut health and my hormone balancing out my hormones and everything like that first. Yeah, I think it's interesting too, because a lot of people were like, oh, you can go to the gym, you're fine, right? But I will say, in hindsight, I'm so glad everything happened the way it did because I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. I wouldn't be educated on all of this stuff and I wouldn't have slowed down because, like I said, part of the issue was not just my gut. I mean, it was the fact that I was insanely stressed for so long and my body just couldn't handle it anymore. And so it manifested as having a lot of digestive issues, immune system issues. But outside of that, I think something that's very interesting is like a lot of people think that our like serotonin is in our brain, you know, it's like our happy neurotransmitter. But the reality is 90% of it is produced in our gut from our microbes. So from certain bacteria. So when our gut bacteria is off, I mean, we're not producing as much of that serotonin. And we also need that serotonin for melatonin. So we're not getting enough sleep. And when we don't have great sleep, we're going to be more irritable. It's also, you know, when people, it's kind of like what came first, the chicken or the egg? Did the stress cause the digestive issues or the digestive issues cause the stress? And that's why we do what we do, where we handle both things at the same time. But yeah, I mean, like, you notice that digestive issues are making your anxiety worse, like it developed after your digestive issues like that totally makes sense. And another thing, too, is, okay, so that can cause more anxiety, more stress, but also certain bacteria, certain gram-negative bacteria, which, you know, we help people identify on the GI map, 
um, which is a stool test that we use with clients, certain gram-negative bacteria are going to release lipopolysaccharides. And so these are toxins that cause inflammation in the brain and systemic inflammation. And we also know that that inflammation causes depression. Um, there's a lot of good research on this. So it's kind of like a whole snowball effect. And that's where, okay, I'm really going on a rant here, but that's where I find it very interesting when people are like everything in moderation. But in reality, when we treat our body like shit, it's going to add up over time. So then you're going to have immune system dysfunction. You're going to have gut dysfunction. You're going to have hormone dysfunction now. Then you're going to have medication. That's going to cause more issues. So really, you have to eat healthy. You have to take care of your body and all of that. That was my rant, but... I like it. Yeah, no, I mean, going back to the anxiety and how it affects our mental health and everything. I'm someone who has, I've had anxiety pretty much my whole life, but I I know for sure that it was at an all-time high when I was dealing with gut issues. And I mean, again, it goes back to the body image. Of course, anxiety is going to be higher if you're constantly hyper-focused on what you look like and what you feel like. But just having the gut issues in itself, I was inflamed. I had a really bad gluten intolerance that I wasn't addressing and things like that. So my body was literally telling me like, please just listen. <laughs> and and I've had inflammation and it just really ties back to the anxiety and dealing with the gut issues. Like it's not one or the other. You really have to, to take both seriously. Otherwise, you're never really actually going to heal fully. It's just going to keep coming back. I am case in point that I really needed to take my anxiety. I needed to take it seriously so that I could actually heal. I can reduce inflammation and I can actually get rid of these gut issues that I've been dealing with for so long. Yeah. And that's why we we work on things holistically (laughs) because it's so important to manage both. But another thing to think about too, because yeah, so when we're saying we have to attack both things at the same time, something that was really helpful for me was just kind of surrendering to the healing process. I think a lot of people try and fight it and they're like, oh, you know, I have horrible body image. I need to continue going to the gym, though, and just go harder maybe in the gym and like do another exercise. I I think even now sometimes I'm like, huh, maybe I should do one more exercise. But my body's like fatigued and it's telling me no. But take this time, this healing journey to really feel into what your body needs and think about, yeah, kind of like what it's telling you. Because again, if if none of this stuff happened, I still would have been training five, six days a week. You know, I still I wouldn't have explored other forms of movement. I wouldn't have explored having more relationships with people because I was able to not have to track every macro to the gram and I was able to hang out with people more. So there's a lot of like silver linings, quote unquote silver linings to things and more like blessings in disguise with these things. So it's really just like kind of surrendering to the process and understanding that worrying about the bloating is not going to make it better, but taking action on how to fix it is. So Yeah. And back to, you know, the stress management and things like that, how people are like, well, I just want to, you know, I just need to do more. I just need to go harder, whatever the case is. And so many of my clients have been like, well, the gym is the one stress relief that I have. It's my one outlet. It's the one thing that actually does it for me. And I'm like, well, what else have you tried? And 10 out of 10 times, the answer is, well, well, nothing else. Like sometimes I'll read at night, but I don't know. The gym is just that one thing. And it's so easy to, I mean, thinking about it, I'm really stressed out. I'm going to go blow off some steam in the gym. I'm going to go lift some heavy weights. I'm going to go push myself and go really intensely in the gym after a really stressful day at work. But we're forgetting that while, yes, it may, you know, obviously it's going to release endorphins and we're going to feel calmer mentally, but it's an external stressor on the body. And when there's an external stressor on the body, that's going to increase inflammation in itself. 
So it's all going back to inflammation and the body literally cannot heal when there's inflammation. So it's so important to discover new ways that work well for you. I had someone comment on my my Instagram the other day, like, well, what else am I supposed to do? And so I said, go for a hike, get outside. If you have a dog, take them literally anywhere. It's just so important to find alternative things so that you're not just going through this constant cycle of, well, I'm a 10 out of 10 stress. Let me just go, you know, kill my body in the gym for hours on end because that's literally not doing you any favors, even though it might be feeling better physically, mentally in the moment. Yeah. And anything can be relaxing too outside of the gym, you know, washing the dishes or going for a walk. Like you said, all those things can be relaxing because a lot of time when we're stressed, for example, our body image, a lot of times it's like, oh, like, what if I'll never find someone that loves me for my body because it's not changing? Or, oh, I remember when my brother 10 years ago said I was fat. Like, we're, we're living in either the, the future or the, the past. When we live in the present, you can't be stressed because anxiety is not from the present. It's from the future. So when we are doing things throughout the day, just like be more mindful and be in the present and focus on the good things about your day rather than like how someone may perceive you on your body image or whatever. Because yeah, like we said, we totally get that it is really frustrating and you feel like your results aren't paying off. But again, as long as you're taking action to change, things will change. You just can't think about it too, too much and get stressed over it. So yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just one more side note, because I kind of started a little rant with this, but I was somebody who was like, I I have such a better day when I go to the gym. Like, I have such better focus. I have such better, you know, whatever the case was. And then I really started to take getting outside more seriously and making that more of a priority. And I was like, oh, my God, I've been wasting so much time (laughs) going to the gym and doing all this work when I could just go outside, like do anything outside, even if it's just sitting, which is something that I have never, I've always been a skeptic about this stuff. You know that. And I've never just allowed myself to just be and sit outside. And I was like, this does it. Like sitting outside for 15 minutes gives me just as much focus and energy and calmness as going to the gym. But again, the calmness piece is there. Like going to the gym, okay, I have to drive 20 minutes there, get a whole workout in, drive 20 minutes back. Now I'm stressed because my time is less. But replacing that one day a week with going on like a really long nature walk with Sophie has changed the whole game for me and how I don't have that mindset where it's like, well, if I want to have a good day today, if I want to have a productive day today, I have to get my workout and I have to make that a priority. Of course, you should still be working out. Obviously, that's not what we're saying, but there needs to be something more too. It can't just be your one thing. It can't be your one outlet, the one thing that you rely on, like I was doing. So personal experience for you. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think some people are just afraid to slow down, but when they do slow down, they're like, whoa, it's like euphoric. Okay. Well, just to kind of recap. So I would say, you know, when it comes to like body image and digestive issues, like we totally get it. We've been there. We're like, you're like, why am I bloated? Why can't I gain muscle? But try not to worry about it because again, you can get healed. I mean, I think we'll have the link to our website in the show notes and you know, you guys can follow us on Instagram and inquire to work with us, but there is definitely hope. And then also try and focus on being in the present moment and not worrying too much about what you look like because that can definitely change, but there's no point in getting anxious about it, basically. Did I miss anything? No, but I was going to say, I mean, that is that is a snowball in itself. I have a handful of clients that have gut issues, things like that. And when you really let go of you know, the the fact that, oh, this is what I look like and I'm just going to have to deal with this. I need to, you know, put my body through the ringer to heal. 
when you let go of that stress, your body literally immediately thanks you and changes. That is a stress word itself, stressing about your body and being so hyper-focused on your you know, physique and your weight and things like that. So when you can separate that and come to the realization that there is healing, there is help, that is a giant first step in reducing stress and anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Okay, cool. Well, this was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for listening. And I guess we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thanks for having me. Thanks again for listening to the Holistically Healthy Podcast. If you enjoyed, make sure to leave a review as I will be picking one of you to win a free consultation with me every quarter. If you want more information or immediate help, head to www.wholenothingback.net and apply for coaching.